Hey, this is Ashley. Hey, this is Marcy. And this is School and Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libations. This week in Mentor Moment, I wanted to remind you that I am now accepting applications for the January 2021 Mentor Me Accelerator. It is not too early to apply and be a part of the accelerator. I am so excited to um, bring in a brand new cohort of mentees in the new year. I know there are several women who know they want to relaunch their career at the top of next year. They are not trying to let 2021 be a repeat of 2020 and they are ready to really get some expert level support that they need um, to really advance their career and so i'm so excited to serve them and mentor moment this week um you all already know that i'm hosting a um project management 101 master class at the end of this month so if you want to sign up for that and you kind of want an introduction into what it's like to have me as a mentor that would be a great introduction the masterclass is only $97 and it's a great way for you to just kind of learn my teaching style and learn, you know, how I educate and train my mentees. But what's great about the masterclass is that um, it can actually serve as a part of a deposit for your um, confirmed slot in the accelerator. And I'm hosting a masterclass in November and December as well. And my mentees who are part of the accelerator get that for free once you confirm your deposit. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and I wanted to just talk a little bit more more about what the accelerator um, includes. So just in case you have aren't familiar with the accelerator, it is actually a six-week career advancement accelerator. We meet um, weekly for six weeks and we'll be moving fast, but we'll be taking real action. And in that six-week accelerator, I provide the guided support you need to realign, revamp, or relaunch your career this year. So we're going to be launching right at the top of um, January 2021. And by the end of the accelerator, you'll be well prepared to really advance your career at the top of next year. It's specifically designed for high achieving women in corporate nonprofit or educational leadership. So if you fall um, into that category, um, if you, um, you know, consider yourself to be a woman who's like ready to take real action on her career, this is really going to be a good fit for you. Um, a lot of my mentees before coming to work with me, they they spend a lot of time like kind of aimlessly searching for jobs that are beneath their value and skill set. Um, sometimes before working with me, um, women are like really just overwhelmed and feel fatigued and feel really burnt out because they've been applying and they've been networking and, you know, nothing's really yielding results. And then oftentimes before working with me, women really feel like they're losing their creative edge at work. They're not inspired. They're not engaged. Everything's dragging. They're completely burnt out. And they know they want to work in an industry or want to work for an employer who really values what they do and what they add to the organization. And so in the Mentor Me Accelerator, um, I, I use a framework called Start, Search, and Secure. And each of our six sessions will fall in those areas to really help you start, search, and secure secure your career in a in your career area of impact where you can really like finally move from stuck to started, move from stuck to secure, um, and get the accountability and mentorship from an expert. You know, no longer just kind of asking anybody and everybody, letting your friend, cousin, nephew who work in HR help you. Like it's time to like really get expert level help. And that's what the accelerator provides. So 
like I mentioned, I'm currently accepting uh, mentees into the um, January cohort um, right now. So the first step is for you to go to mentor-me.org. That's M-E-N-T-O-R-me.org. And you can click schedule my mentor moment. And that will be an opportunity for us to hop on the phone. Um, we'll be on the phone for maybe about 20 minutes. And I'll just really identify what the most pressing issues are facing your career and just make sure that the accelerator is a really good fit for you. Um, and then what's great about that is that if you um, if you secure your spot in the accelerator prior to the masterclass, you get the masterclass for free, um, which I'm excited about. And then, like I said, I'm going to be teaching at um, a different masterclasses in November and a different one in December. So once you get access to the accelerator for January, you still can get some training right now. Because I know a lot of my mentees, they're worried, like, Ashley you know, I need help now. Like I need some strategy right now. I don't want to have to wait till uh, January. So you securing your slot um, in the January accelerator will get you access to all of the master classes. So if that sounds like something you know you would benefit from, then let's hop on a call this week so that we can just really start to activate on your career development. So again, you just go to my website. It's mentor-me.org. Schedule your mentor moment and um, we'll move you forward so that I can serve you as your mentor. And I'm so excited to do that. So next up is I digress, and this week we are talking time management. Too often it feels like there's not enough time in the day. We all have multiple priorities, and sometimes it just feels like there's too much to do and too little time to do it. So listen as Marcy and I talk about our personal mantras on time management, the tools we use to manage our time, and what time management advice we give to the person who feels like they've done it all. So one of the things that I often say when it comes to time management, and I am very serious about my personal mantra, is that balance is a myth. I don't believe in work-life balance. I don't believe in balancing your life and you know your responsibilities with your kids or your partner or other family activities or duties with your friends. Um, I actually think that balance is a tool of white supremacy used to suppress women in particular. Um, and it's a ploy because um, it makes people feel like they have to be balanced and then they're out of balance and then they feel like they're doing something wrong. So the first thing I kind of want to impress upon you is that I don't believe in balance. I really try to follow a model of harmony. And harmony says that like, some notes are higher, some notes are lower. Some notes are, you know, staccato, verbato, whatever. Um, you music majors know better than I. But what's true is that there might be a tenor, there might be a soprano, but it's harm harmonious. It's in harmony. They sound good together. So every day, my work and life is not balanced. Sometimes I'm spending a ton more time um, on work outside of my standard 40 hours of work. And sometimes I'm spending you know, 50, 60 hours working in my business, um, you know, more than I typically spend. But as long as at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the month, it feels harmonious, it feels like it goes together, it's a song that I want to hear, <laughs> that feels good to me. So my personal mantra is really just focused around a harmonious lifestyle and what feels like it goes together well, rather than focusing on balance, which I think is honestly unachievable. What about you, Marcy? Do you have a personal philosophy or mantra when it comes to time management? Yeah, I don't know if it's super defined, but the way that I think about it is, is similar to what you're talking about. I heard a psychologist talk about work-life harmony one time, and it really just like 
it really resonated with me because this idea that you could equally devote the same amount of time to your work that you do to your life and like what does that actually mean seems a bit um, unreasonable and unrealistic like you said but I think that I also really think about time management in a sense of one there's no such thing as time management you can't manage time time is what it is it exists always it's always going to be 24 hours a day seven days a week so you're not managing your time you're managing your life and you're really thinking about how do you make the most use of the time that you have and that doesn't mean like how do you fill it up with busyness so like we talked about last week rest is a big part of how do you manage your life and how do you manage your lifestyle but it is about what are you doing within the 24 hours that you're given not comparing yourself to other people's 24 hours not saying well Beyonce has 24 hours in a day and this is what she accomplishes like I am recovering from that as well but really taking the time to understand what your priorities are know what the things are that you want to fit into your life and how that changes from time to time so your 24 hours is going to look very different your week is going to look very different so knowing your priorities or knowing my priorities and knowing what needs to adjust and needs to happen within the time that I'm giving that's kind of what my personal philosophy is around time management and it really starts to stand out for me when I think about like a quote-unquote normal day because my days shift and can change depending on the season depending on what my priorities are at the time depending on what's going on so like right now my days are a little bit longer because I'm developing a business and I'm hiring employees and I'm building things from scratch and so that looks a lot different from when I'm just doing solo individual practice by myself and I don't have to devote as much time or I'm working a full-time job and so I'm just in that one space all the time and then I can come home and have a different kind of lifestyle after that it just looks different in the seasons um, but I would say generally my day is broken up into three primary sections maybe four one is um and I'll talk a little bit more about this in terms of just like time management strategies but one is like sleeping <laughs> that is the one part of my day the other part is like my morning time my work quote-unquote chunk of the day and then my evening time and that's just generally how I break things up for my day it helps me to kind of stay organized um and I always have breaks during my day so there's never a time where I'm just working 100% or doing anything honestly 100% of the day there's always even on the weekends there's always some kind of chunking of my time because that just helps me to stay a little organized and on top of things um what does a normal day look like for you before I open my eyes, I try to like pray or like rest in my spirit. This sort of idea of just like resting even when I'm up, like before I start to move or grab my phone or whatever. Um, that's kind of what my morning starts. Like I, I'm definitely not a morning routine person. I'm, I don't have like, I got to do this. I got to do that. I don't have that. Um, and my meetings are often starting like right at 8 a.m. So I'm like in the ground running. Um, I usually have a series of meetings between like 8 and 10. Um, and then I have some email time and free work time. Um, I've been more intentional about taking lunch breaks. And I actually posted on my Instagram stories the other day about, um, like sometimes I'll take pictures of my meals like breakfast or lunch one because like y'all be eating so good like jealous me but also because there's this thing and I don't know if you've experienced this Marcy there's this thing in the entrepreneurship space or just like women in general where like girl I forgot to eat like I ate all day like this this thing where like women just they forget to eat or they get so busy and so I just really want to push away from that um you're like no I eat <laughs> uh 
I love that. I'm glad that you're getting your meals in. But a lot of the women that I talk to, like, oh, like, I'll talk to them at eight o'clock at night. And like, Brian ate all day. Um, I think it's just like that grind culture, right? We talked about that last week. So I do try to like eat. Uh, it's funny because I often like, actually, you so much you eat lunch is definitely 4.30. But I'm, but it's lunch, you know, I'm on my way. I'm doing my best, right? So I do try to get a meal in. Um, I often meet with students in the evening. Um, so that is like, you know, I'm often having meetings at like seven or eight o'clock at night with students. Um, and then with my business, um, you know, I do have like the accelerator meets typically on a weeknight. My mastermind typically week meets on a weeknight. Um, I often have office hours with uh, my mentees. So like these are times when they're just drop in time. So I have that um, usually around a lunch hour because it seems to work for my mentees. So right now my um, office hours are on Mondays at noon. Um, and then I often do a lot of co-working. So one of the things I love about being an entrepreneur and working full time is that I can co-work with other friends who, um, who uh, either have businesses or even other friends who work because they're working from home. So we can just hop on a Zoom and we can just work at the same time. Sometimes it's encouraging and account of like build some accountability to watch other people work um i just love that and then sometimes especially like as a creative you need to bounce an idea of somebody and be like hey what do you think about this um and you know my partner my boyfriend he's you know he here way more than he would desire right about <laughs> my business or about work so sometimes it's nice to talk to somebody else about that and bounce ideas off of them rather than kind of keeping it all in my head or having to ask him so uh <laughs> so I do like I do like co-working and then I do really try to shut my work day down no later than nine o'clock um and, and note that that doesn't mean I'm working from 7 40 a.m to 9 um, you know, I'll, I'll like stop for meals and stuff like that. But if I have evening meetings, um, I take them no later than nine. Um, and often in the evening, I'm able to wrap up by seven if I don't have um, accelerator or mastermind or I don't have um, evening meetings with students. And I use a ton of technology to manage my day. Oh my gosh. So at work, um, I use, we have Outlook. Um, so we use Outlook scheduling um, in my full-time job. And I really love Outlook as a system, as a tool. I think it works really well. Um, and I really love it. And for time management, some of the great things about um, Outlook 365 is that they have these things called focus time where it'll just like randomly block off time on your calendar to focus. I'm obsessed with this um, because like it'll just scan your calendar in any places where like in between meetings or like it sees you have a big meeting come up with a lot of people. It'll just schedule time for you to do nothing else but talk to those people uh, or like prep to talk to those people. So I really love that. So, for example, on my calendar in the morning um, between 8 and 10 a.m. in the morning, I have focus time because I have some big meetings that afternoon. So like stuff like that. It's like I really love that because it just really gives me an opportunity to um to prep, I guess, um, in the um, morning or during that focus time. So I love that. Um, and if you have Outlook, or you use, use Outlook, definitely don't turn that feature off. Like use that feature. Also, I, I often will just block off hours on my calendar, my, on my work calendar too, for like email follow-up. And then, you know, I put a like do not schedule on there. So that's really helpful for me for just like not letting other people manage my time. I do have an administrative assistant and she does a pretty good job with my calendar management, but sometimes it can get super overwhelming. So I will like block it off like, hey, I'm not taking appointments right now just so that I can get some email work done. 
Um, and I do try to use Fridays on my work calendar as like an admin day. So like spend a lot of time in emails, spend a lot of time working on project proposals, et cetera, et cetera, so that I can just really um, use Friday. And then also, of course, you know, Friday is always the days that things just randomly pop up. Um, so to put out fires at the end of the week, I use Fridays for that. Um, and then in my business, um, I use um, project management tools called Asana. And actually, I'm going to give a whole, like in my masterclass, I'm going to be talking about the tools that I use. I'm going to be sharing sample calendars. I use time blocking and time and time time blocking as a tool. So I'll be talking about that in the project management um, workshop as well. The um, project management masterclass, excuse me. Um, so I'll be talking about that. But I really love Asana as a project management tool. I love using workflows and systems in that. Um, a lot of my work um, and my full-time job and in my business are built off workflows. Like everybody has a job, everybody has a task. Every task is dependent upon another task. Um, and as we check them off, you can see the workflow well flow. So um, I really love those. And I'm still a to-do list girl too. I love a pen and paper. I love a notebook. I love checking things off my list. Um, so those are things that I really enjoy and tools that I use as well. Um, and as we talked about last week, um, the final tool that I share is that I do schedule rest. So like, I will be like, oh, I'm not doing anything for this hour. I'm not doing anything after this time. And I am really religious about that. I don't let other people interrupt it. I'm very serious about like managing my time and not letting it get interrupted by people. So I use that as a strategy as well. Um, Marcy, what about you? What tools or strategies do you use, tools, or tech, tools and technology do you use to manage your time? So I'm really in the process of trying to adjust to switching to fully electronic tools. Um, I used to be a planner girl. Like I love highlighters. I love planners. I love markers. I love post-its. So anything that I can put in a physical planner feels really good. So I actually have a passion planner and that felt decent for a little while, but also my electronic health record system is fully electronic. So my practice is fully electronic. Everything that I do is pretty much online. I have a thousand Google calendars associated with all of my Gmail accounts. So I'm in the process of trying to navigate what it looks like to actually have everything be electronic. Um, and it's challenging, honestly, because I also like to do this. I like being able to cross things off and check things off, but it needs to be in one place for me because I can't do like, I can't have a planner over here and then have all these half of the things in my electronic calendars and actually feel like I have a grasp on things. And so trying to make that transition, but that's mostly what I use. I have my electronic health worker system. I have Google Calendar. Um, G Suite is like my favorite thing ever. All of the different tasks and activities and forms and things that you can use in there really help to keep me organized. And on the side, I also have just like a little business notebook that I kind of keep a running task list of these are the things I need to do. These are the things that I'm getting accomplished in doing as well. So those are kind of the tools that I would say that I use. Um, and anytime I have felt overwhelmed or felt stressed out or felt like I needed to get something accomplished that was a big project or needed to have a little bit more organization. Like being able to be in this space of time management has really helped that. Usually when my life feels chaotic, it's because I'm not doing a good job of managing my life and putting it and using my time effectively. So it's definitely, those tools have definitely been profoundly helpful. But I would also just say that 
it looks so different for everyone again. Like it's so important to figure out kind of going back to the tools and technology. It's really important to figure out what tools and technology work best for you and how you can optimally use those. Because I think there are a lot of times, like for example, if you're a scheduler, maybe scheduling every single hour of your day is not helpful for you because then you just feel stressed out and you feel like everything, even if you're scheduling in your rest time, like that may still feel overwhelming because you have something literally scheduled on your calendar every day. So you may just want to be mindful about how maybe white space lets you know that that's your rest time, or maybe there are certain cues that you can have. So I think that Time management can improve your life and it's definitely helped mine in a lot of ways, but you also just want to make sure that you're not overwhelming yourself even more trying to quote unquote manage your time. Um, but Ashley, what about you? How has time management helped to improve your life? I manage my life operating from a place of ease and rejecting overwhelm and inviting peace, joy and ease into my life. Um, and so I love what you said earlier, Marcy, and I took a note about like managing your life, not managing your time. And so I do feel like I do that, right? Like I manage my life. I manage where I go, who I spend time with, who I don't spend time with because I have to manage my life, right? Like I, I'm really intentional about that. And um, I feel like that's really helped me. I feel like I'm things are so much easier because I schedule time to do the things I need to do. Um, and I say no a lot. I say no to things that I don't have time for or I like push them out when I will have time. So for example, I've been um, like taking on um, a side project. So if you can believe it, outside of being a podcast host and running a full-time business and having a full-time job, I recently took on um, some business management, um, a business management project for a friend. And like when we talk about her business and just how I can best support her, we talk about it from the perspective of like, okay, like, like, this is when I can do this. This is when I can do this. Um, and that's not, you know, um, diminishing the work that I do for her in any way. But like, 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 I try to set boundaries and parameters with anything that I do so that if it's not already on my calendar, if I'm adding something on my calendar, that has to be pushed out because I already have planned my calendar for this week and maybe the next week, right? And so like, I have to make sure that I'm not like, you know, adding new things and then just trying to cram them in. I really do have to like be thoughtful about it. Um, and, and I'm really grateful for that. Like, I'm really grateful that like, I'm so intentional about like my schedule and I protect my schedule. I try not to be rushed in my life <laughs> and in my spirit. Uh, and I, and, and that just invites so much ease. So if you feel stressed and anxious all the time, it's, it's likely because you're not managing your life. And if you would add, some of that life management in, I, I know that you would feel so much ease. And I know that's like when I talk to women about like what their life mantras are, like what three words got their life, et cetera. People are always talking about peace, 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 peace. And if you're not managing your life, you won't have peace. It'll be chaotic. And that's, I know that's not what you want for your life. So really leveraging some of these time management strategies or getting somebody to help you with that. Um, or especially in your career, which is a lot what I do with my mentees, like that can invite so much peace into your life. Um, and I would say, you know, for the woman um, who is literally like, Ashley, I've tried every time management strategy. I've I tried time blocking. I tried using a calendar, to-do list planner. I still feel really chaotic. If that's the truth of your life, then I want you to think about the things in your life. Because 
it's true that like, if you have a horrible boss and a job that's absolutely demanding in a way that's not healthy, no amount of time management is going to help you out of that. Or if you have a partner who is unreasonable um, and, and, ha and has demands on your life in a way that's not healthy or supportive, no amount of time management is going to help that. Or if you actually just need to hire some childcare, <laughs> no schedule is going to help the fact that you need four hours of childcare every day to like get things done because you can't teach your kid and raise your kid and have this full-time job. And so I really want you to spend some time evaluating what you are spending your time on, right? Do that time audit and then think about, is this a matter of scheduling or this, is this a matter of adding or subtracting? So again, scheduling, adding or subtracting. Some things can be fixed with just a good schedule. Man managing your life, not your time, and, and, and maybe time blocking or really getting strict about your calendar and your boundaries. Something's about adding. Like it's time for you to add a cleaner add a meal delivery service twice a week, like add, add some things to your life so that you can have some help girl. Um, and number three might be subtracting. So honestly, maybe you can't be a part of the book club right now because you just, you really need that hour to rest or like maybe you, um, need to say no to like eating out, um, because you really want to, use your time in a different way to like work out or, you know, to cook a meal at home, whatever that is. So like, like look at your schedule, look at what you need to add and look at what you need to subtract. And that is what I would, I would tell the woman who feels like, Ashley, I've tried everything when it comes to time management and everything has failed. So Marcy, close this out and digress. Like, what would you tell the woman who feels like she's literally tried everything and failed everything as it relates to time management? Yeah, I really don't have very much to add to what you said, because my first thought was, what is it that you need to take away? And what do you need to add to support you? So one of the things that I think is really helpful in terms of managing your life is really doing a thorough inventory and assessment around what is happening in your life. Where do you spend your days? Just going through your days, tracking, kind of like what we talked about with a quote unquote normal day looks like us. For us, just take a week to see, okay, what time do I generally wake up? What am I doing at this time? What am I doing at this time? What am I doing at this time? How many hours am I spending on scrolling through social media, vegging out? How much time is, am I spending on texting, talking to friends? Like, what am I actually doing in my day-to-day -day life? And then after that inventory, that's where you can start saying, okay, well, I don't need to spend this much time doing this. I can probably afford to add this to support me in doing this. Don't be afraid to ask for help. A lot of times the reasons why we're so, we're having such a difficult time having time management is that we're trying to do it all by ourselves. And even if we have a partner, even if we have a support system, we're like, no, we have to be the strong black woman and we have to make sure that we're doing everything that we can. And I don't want to ask anybody for help because people will disappoint me or people won't do it the way that I need them to. And you will continue to have horrible work-life balance or just feel overwhelmed by things if you don't tap into the resources that you have available. Um, and then the other part is just, it goes back to boundaries. And I'm sure y'all are sick of hearing me talk about boundaries, but it's true. Being able to say no, like Ashley said, to block things out of your calendar, to take time to be selfish for yourself, to 
identify those areas where you are just saying yes and giving into things, even if it's a horrible boss and it's a job where they keep giving you things to do, if that's not in your job description, you get to say no. So kind of having that confidence to be able to set boundaries around your work life, around your personal life, around your social life, I think it's also a big way. And then if you are really still feeling like that's not possible, because I think a lot of times we have these internal beliefs that we can't do these things that we can't ask for help and we can't live a life that's not stressed and overwhelmed of course go see a therapist or at least see a coach coaches can be quite helpful um they won't be able to get down to the root of the things which you probably have an issue at the root if this is a constant thing for you but coaches can definitely help you to figure out how you can be successful in finding that life harmony and we digress Thanks, Marcy. So next up is All Black Everything. Marcy, what do you have for us this week? So this week in All Black Everything, in light of our time management conversation, we I want to share a Facebook group. So I've gotten so into Facebook groups over the last like few months. I don't know where this came from. Um, but there's a Facebook group called Black Women Who Plan and Create. And it is all about planners and it's all about like creative things and crafts. Um, they have all of the tips around what the best planners are, the planners that you should be boycotting because they are racist and not supportive of Black Lives Matter. And they have like stickers and they talk about the best pens to you. So I am pretty much like a stationary kind of nerd. I love stationary stuff. You can give me a pack of posters and I would just be in Candyland for days. And they just talk about stuff like that in this group people who are wanting to create their own planner. So if you're a person, not to add anything else to your to-do list, but if you're a person who wants to get interested in um, planning, if you do artwork, if you do any kind of crafting, DIY kinds of things, it's a great group to join. Of course, it is all Black women who are just dope and amazing and doing things for other Black women and creating things for the Black community. That's just really amazing. They have all of their Etsy stores in there, um, just all kinds of things, stamps, literally anything you could think of related to planning and crafts, they have it in this group. And so if it's something you're interested in, you can only join it if you're interested in planners and crafts and things. So it may not be something if you are like, I don't find any interest in these things. But if you are interested, you want to learn more about how to get good at planning, what some good planners, some ways to engage in time management or life management, I would definitely recommend that group. Thanks, Marcy. That is truly all Black everything because Black girls do plan, okay? <laughs> so we're going to wrap up this week's episode with TVT. And um, we know that Saturday Night Live is back on NBC. Um, it kicked off its season with Megan the Stallion um, and Chris Rock as co-host. Megan the Stallion did an amazing um, performance. And most recently, Issa Rae and Justin Bieber were on. Um, and, you know, if you can count on SNL for anything, um, you can count on it for its political commentary. And baby, they got content four days. Um, um, you know, <laughs> content for days as it relates to um, what's going on in the political space right now. Um, on a recent episode of SNL, 
um, Megan Thee Stallion had a really powerful performance where she used quotes from um, Tamika Mallory and um, other Black activists about um, the importance of feminism, the importance of protecting Black women, and the importance of um, like really standing up uh, for what you believe in. She slammed Daniel, Daniel Cameron, who is the AG for Kentucky, who failed to get a grand jury to um, indict Brianna's murderers. Um, I mean, she just went in and shout out to um, you know our pop culture icons like Megan for like you know being the superstars, but also using their platform for good. Um, and she didn't mince words; like she said what she had to say, and then went in right into she's a savage, classy, bougie, ratchet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so she like did she say absolutely true to brand. Um, Beyonce um, actually just turned Beyonce.com into a voter registration site. Um, and, you know, it's just really great to see so many of our faves really using that platform um, in a really powerful and positive way. I haven't watched the um, Issa Rae um, episode yet on SNL, but she um, put on uh, Instagram uh, a photo of the um, like cue card, the fact that she was going to be on SNL and said, I haven't had Saturday night plans in a while and she's looking forward to it. So I'm looking forward to watching. Um, in general, Marcy, have you, are you a Saturday Night Live fan? Have you like watched skits? Do you regularly watch skits and stuff from them? Yeah, I actually really enjoy Saturday Night Live. Um, I usually catch up on them at a later time because Saturday night is a really late time to be watching television <laughs> so I usually catch up with them later but I'm definitely intrigued by Megan's coming out and being out here standing on people's necks and using her platform to say things of course I've been sitting around wondering like what is Beyonce doing and not in a way of like where Beyonce at not with the aggression but just like hmm I think that Beyonce could really bring some joy to my life right now and I wish that she would like drop an album a visual album or something like that for this time but it's good to hear that she is also using her platform for good and y'all know i love me some easter Ray, so i will definitely be looking out for her to host snl too gosh now that's one i would stay up for <laughs> that's one i would be listening on time for so i cannot wait I cannot wait for that. Um, and that wraps up this week's episode of School on Life. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your continued support of the podcast. This is a great opportunity for you to tell a friend about the podcast. Let someone know that you love listening and share it with them. Um, we are always looking to add new people to the class. And we will talk to you next week. School's out. Class dismissed. <laughs>